You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow is on the air for the weekend of Friday, December 17th, 2021. Coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios, make knowledge your superpower for managing type 1 diabetes. Be sure to visit dexcom.com. Tell them Dave sent you. And I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Craigline. Did you enjoy your week off? It wasn't a week <laughs> off, okay? First of all, you know, here I was going to start by saying, and thank you to Chris for covering me and us last week, because for some goofy reason, the night before we normally record the weekly show, I end up in the emergency room for 17 hours with a very rapid heart rate, like 170 beats per minute. That's not good. For many hours, they still don't know why. And then they admitted me for a couple of days. I, it's like, you know what, let's just milk the insurance for all we can get. And and then they said, okay, go home. <laughs> we did a brain scan, didn't find any brain. Yeah, I know. And a whole bunch of other tests and had me hooked up with all these wires for three days and whatnot. Okay, well, we don't know what happened. Go home. Great. And is it bad that my first thought that day when I found out you were in the, you know, going to the hospital was, oh, crap, what are we going to do about the show? Yes. <laughs> no. I mean, no, it's not bad because you're concerned as, thought, as oh, am oh, I, I about hope, our yeah, audience. Yeah. Then I thought, oh, I, yeah, and I hope dad's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I absolutely believe your first thought was, oh, great. If he's in the emergency room now at 1 o'clock in the morning, what are we going to do later in the afternoon when we're supposed to be recording the show this week? But you sort of handled it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> telling try, try telling my into, story. I'm trying to get into the CES mood by revisiting some of the stuff from the past CES. Oh, that is what we did. Yeah. Yes. Well, what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I was being uh, uh, poked and prodded and blood taken and all the other stuff and still don't yeah, know. Yeah, you were just laying in bed for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not the bed you want to lay in. I'd rather have laid in my own bed for a few days, but that didn't work out. Yeah. And and I know the the staff gets very concerned because my name's on the logo and they're all out of work if something happened to me. But hey, as you said, I think you called it that I liked Memorial Hospital so much after a month in there with the Rona last year that I just had to go back. Yeah. And visit everybody. Yeah. Not one of them though I, that I recall taking care of me last year. So I don't know if it's turnover or I just wasn't on a COVID floor this time. Probably. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, so then I wake up this morning. Mind you, things have been okay, except that I've been dizzy and lightheaded for days. I don't know why. You all think it's just back to my normal self. And uh, and I have a sore throat, which you can probably hear because I feel. So I'm sipping on some hot tea and honey and lemon here. And we're doing the show. There you go. So sorry about missing last week. No, eh, nobody missed me anyway. Come on. I mean, were, really. Were you gone? Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I mean. 
Did you remember, however, without my constant reminders to back up your important data and to check your spam filters? I did. Well, good. That's because you do it every day anyway. (laughs) But you got to do that. Don't forget. Yeah, especially look for any emails from graveline.com and those spam filters. Because if you've participated on the show and you haven't gotten that email from our prize team yet looking for Mm -hmm. your information, that might be where it is. Yeah. We've had some people very upset that they participated a couple of months ago and never heard from anybody. And then we replied, have you checked your spam filter? Oh, there it is. Because <laughs> we don't know where to send stuff if you don't reply to that. And then people, I'm so sorry. It's okay. You know, it's that happens. As we say on the radio, stuff happens. And we do still have some cool prizes to send out, including some new stuff from Jabra that we'll go over a little bit later. Oh, oh yeah. They're always sending neat things. So, yeah, we got some news. So do want to stay tuned. And we've got a really cool interview coming up that everyone's going to want to stay tuned for. Especially the video of this interview. So our radio listeners, have no fear. Listen on the radio, especially if you're driving or otherwise not available at your computer, for example. And then visit us at intotomorrow.com and check out this video. Yeah, we're talking, well, you'll be chatting with uh, Megan Fitzgerald. She's the director of product marketing for Reality Labs with Meta, formerly known as Facebook, uh, about the new uh, Oculus Quest 2 VR headset that we are all fighting over. Yes, they sent us one for evaluation and review and playtime. And I'm the host of the show, and I think I've used it the least. Yeah, well, we're all well, some excuse because I haven't been here for a while, but yeah. We're all lined up in the other room, and somebody's using it and said, all right, it's my turn. Your time's up. Let's yes. go. <laughs> but everybody's been having a blast with it. So we show you this cool Quest 2 new Oculus headset from Meta, yeah. formerly known as Facebook. We're still not a big fan of the Whatever they're calling themselves. Yeah, this. yeah exactly. We're not big fans of the company, but yeah. the product's pretty cool. Yeah. And the guest was a lot of fun, too. Yeah. She really gets into... All the cool things you can do with a virtual reality headset. And if you've never experienced something like this, you definitely want to check out the video because we're showing you all the behind-the-scenes things, how things work, what you see, what you do, how you do it, and and everything from fitness to sports, live-action sporting events. You want to be on on the floor, on the court of a NBA game? No thanks, but some do. Uh, You want to be front row at a concert? Sure, you can do that. I mean, there's all sorts of neat. Oh, and games? Yeah, there's games. Yeah, those two. <laughs> yeah, those two. All sorts of neat stuff. So do check it out at intotomorrow.com and let us know what you think because we're trying to wrestle another set away uh, for giveaway. I don't know. No promises. But, hey, if everybody likes the interview well enough, maybe there's a chance you can win one. I say a set because it's the virtual reality headset with everything built in, by the way. You don't need a separate computer or, or anything else. You need your app on the phone to just kind of set it up, and then boom, done, you're, you're finished. And then it's got two really cool-looking hand controllers that I show you, of course, during the interview as well. Meantime, some tech news and commentary very quickly before we get to a break and then that interview. Yeah, here's something that's scary and eye-opening about the future of the world where AI is becoming more and more common. When researchers invited an artificial intelligence model to participate in a debate regarding ethics at the Oxford Union, they may not have expected it to argue against its own existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Alex Connick and Professor Andrew Stephen used the prompt, This House believes that AI will never be ethical. And to everyone's surprise, the model agreed. The AI model model agreed agreed. that it will never be ethical. This is the the Megatron Turing Natural Language Generational Model, is the name of the thing. Um, For short, what? Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh. Um, it had been trained on Wikipedia, Reddit, and countless English-language news articles responded, quote, AI will never be ethical. It continued saying, it is a tool, and like any tool, it is used for good and bad. In the end, I believe the only way to avoid an AI arms race is to have no AI at all. Whoa. It then said, this will be the ultimate defense against AI, ironically arguing against its very own existence. Wow. So even AI doesn't think it should exist. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's artificial intelligence for you. It knows it's artificial and therefore is not good. Yeah. Holy cow. Intotomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Hi, it's Dave's grandson, Cameron. From all of us at NT Tomorrow, I especially hope that your Christmas is extra special, just like you, and that Santa gives you all the tech that you want. So be good. I have. Now back to my favorite elf, Pepe Dave. Oh, thank you, Cameron. Your favorite elf. I like that very much. I have Dave Graveline. Welcome back into tomorrow, our 27th year, almost starting in a couple of weeks. So we're delighted that you continue to tune into tomorrow. I want to remind you, especially with the interview we're about to do, be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com and check out the videos of all of our interviews, especially this next one, because we're showing you some very, very cool stuff. Our next guest with a company that builds technologies to help people connect with friends and family, find communities, grow businesses. They do a lot of stuff. As you know, of course, we've been talking about them a lot in our 27 years on the air, although they haven't been around that long, have they? Well, we'll have to see. From the company known as Meta, formerly known as Facebook, their director of product marketing for Reality Labs is Megan Fitzgerald. Meg, Megan, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me here today. It's a pleasure, Megan. I had to literally grab these off our staff and say, we got to do an interview about them. So I have to have them in the studio uh, so that we had the the uh, the Quest 2 and, and the controllers. And so. This has been not only the hit here at the studios uh, the, for the past week that we've been able to play with it, but has a whole lot of folks saying, I'm definitely getting that for Christmas. So <laughs> number one, is it available yet? Uh, 
uh, and how much so folks can begin to plan accordingly. And at the same time, want to remind our radio audience to be sure and visit us at intotomorrow.com and see the video of the interview with Megan and the use of this very cool device. So let, let's talk about availability and price first. Sure. Well, this is a great gift for any teens or adults on your holiday list, and I can confirm that it is available. So you can find it on Oculus.com or at many of your local retailers, Best Buy, Target, Amazon, Walmart. You can find it on Amazon. And at $299 for all-inclusive virtual reality, no additional technology, cords, uh, computers needed. You just pop it on your head and you're there in, in virtual reality, uh, you can get started at that low price point and um, grab one for anyone on your list this year. You know, what's really cool is my nine-year-old grandson, we were walking through Target one day, uh, I think two days before this arrived, and he's getting my attention and all excited and pointing and screaming. And I said, well, relax. I, I think they're sending us one. No way. <laughs> so you see well, the excitement for children of all ages, right? <laughs> Oh, well, I should remind you that the Quest 2 and Facebook products are for ages 13 and up. So for teens and adults, this is a great gift for, for the little ones. They they might have to wait a little bit until they can get their hands on one. But uh, we really do see this as an opportunity for the, the whole family, 13 and up, to, to get into virtual reality and share some of those experiences together. Very true. Now, it does require my asking, why not the younger ones? I mean, you know, the nine-year-old, is it because of maybe some of the content that that, that is available, or is there a parental control, or do you think maybe their brains aren't quite ready for, for a lot of good VR? Well, we work really closely with experts who, who look at how young people use the internet, and 13 is that age at which uh, the experts say that, that um, teenagers can really start to understand how to be safe online, how to engage with that content. So we're really looking at the industry expertise on this to, to set that limit. There's no evidence or research that VR is is uncomfortable or unsafe, um, but that research hasn't been done because we really do focus on that 13 and up group. Gotcha. And, and that does make perfect sense. So while uh, we'll let him, because he also reports on the show with Kids Tech, we'll also reiterate that it's for people older than Cameron, uh, but he still got a huge kick out of seeing it and then hearing that, you know, we may have one. Uh, so, you know, again, as they get older, yes, you know, get them into that. Now, of course, we've heard a lot about the metaverse, um, and you're here to tell us about VR specifically, virtual reality. Is this Quest 2 going to get us into the metaverse? Is that kind of the goal here? Well, the metaverse is this idea that we will connect through this 3D virtual world. It's the next generation of the Internet where you can do things that aren't possible in the physical world. And you can spend time and connect with people who may be far away or you can't be with physically. But that whole vision of the metaverse is probably a few years away. Uh, maybe your, your grandson will be able to use the headset around the time that we've got that metaverse experience coming out. There you go. But in the meantime, if you want to have a sense of what it feels like to be in the metaverse, to, to feel like you're present with people and experiences that, that you couldn't access in the physical world, the Quest 2 virtual reality headset is a great way to do that, where you feel like you can step inside a game or inside an experience and really be the hero or the, the main character and interact with the environment around you. And then over time, as we build out this, this broader idea of the metaverse, 
you'll be able to really interact in all sorts of new ways that we, we don't even have in, as possible today. Well, one of our staff, uh, the first time he put on uh, the, the Oculus headset, found himself in Berlin. And we're there every year uh, for about the last 18 years for the big IFA consumer tech show. And he's looking around. Well, got, oh, there's the Brandenburg Gate. And we look over. There's the Reichstag. Oh, my gosh. He says, this is where we've stood and here we are again, you know, here at our studio doing the same thing. So certainly the ability for one to put themselves anywhere on the planet, uh, or maybe even off the planet, is pretty impressive. That's right. So you're talking about these uh, experiences that let you travel around the world. And that is is really something special that virtual reality and the Quest 2 allows. It's not just games, which a lot of people think of when they think of VR. There's things around fitness, around travel. A great piece of content, an application you can download, is called Ecosphere. And that lets you travel to these amazing uh, environments around the world, like the coral reefs of Indonesia, the, the jungles of Borneo, and not just sort of look at it, but get up close with animals, learn about them, feel like you're on this amazing adventure just from your own living room. Wow. And a lot of it we've discovered, thank God, is free. Uh, so these are, these are things that you don't have to necessarily pay extra for. You mentioned the all-inclusive for $2.99. You've got the Quest 2 system, and you can immediately enjoy it. It doesn't require a separate computer because uh, the first thing others have asked is, oh, but where, where's it connected? It's, where's the computer? There's no separate computer. It is an all-inclusive device, which makes things easier. And of course, you have the option of purchasing games and, and other things. What are the kinds of things that you have found so far uh, most people are just thrilled to, to give a shot with right away? Well, one of our most popular applications is a game called Beat Saber. This is a rhythm and movement game where it's almost like you're inside a song. You score points by hitting these blocks moving at you in time to the music. And it's a really great way to feel like you're connecting more with your favorite artists and musicians. We just released a, a Lady Gaga pack. Billie Eilish is in there. Imagine Dragons, Linkin Park. So whatever your music tastes, there's really something to connect with. And you can even challenge your friends in multiplayer mode to see who gets the highest score. But if you're not necessarily looking for a music game, another really popular experience is the Vader Immortal Trilogy. And this is a three-part uh, interactive game that tells the history of Darth Vader and kind of explains how he became this villain that we know and love. And you're a hero in the story. You get to wield a lightsaber, use the force and, and actually interact with this experience as well. So for any Star Wars wow. fan, this is a must have. Oh, well, I am your father. I, de I definitely want to experience that. I think it'll make it kind of everybody in the control room is doing their head slap, you know, the palm to the head. Hey, hey you know, it's my show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, there are so many things. You talk about being able to play games and we do these, these, you know, music dance moves. You probably don't even have to be a good dancer to really get into some of these things. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? If dancing isn't your thing, but you still want to get moving, actually, we've seen a lot of people using VR for fitness. Uh -huh. And one of the best experiences is an application called Supernatural. And this app makes you feel like you're face to face with a personal trainer who takes you to these amazing locations around the world for your workout. So you might be at the Blue Lagoon in Iceland or the top of a mountain in Scotland doing this really intense workout while in your living room. And it almost makes you feel like you're not exercising. 
exercising. So it's a great way to kind of get your your workout in, but really still experience all that virtual reality has to offer. And see, that's amazing because in and of itself, the whole idea of having to do anything physical fitness wise has always been a turnoff for me. It's boring. You know, even on the treadmill, if I don't have the TV on in front of me, you know, I'm just not interested in walking on the treadmill. But to be able to immerse myself with a personal trainer who's doing some unique things and making it fun, uh, there you go. Now, all of a sudden, maybe I will also be a little more physically fit now. Well, if you want to get moving, the Quest 2 is such a good way to do that because the fact that it doesn't have any cords, it doesn't attach to a computer, that means that you can move around. And so you can play games or you can have experiences while you're seated uh, in, in your living room, at your desk. But if you've got a little more space, that sense of movement and interaction and being able to explore the environment is one of the things that makes this the next generation of, of gaming and using applications and experiences. We're going to give everyone listening that already has an Oculus headset a chance to play for a couple of minutes and then come back and talk more with Megan Fitzgerald, Director of Product Marketing for Reality Labs with Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Meantime, you can visit Oculus.com. Stay tuned. More Into Tomorrow with Megan coming up. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the Director of Product Marketing for Reality Labs with Meta, formerly known as Facebook, Megan Fitzgerald. I've got to say, too, for our audience, uh, especially those watching the video, that you see some of the things that Megan's been talking about and that we're discussing, it is very easy to set up right out of the box. I mean, because you don't have to connect to a computer, because there are no wires involved, uh, which is very helpful because you want to move around and you don't want to be tethered to anything. So folks need to know that you don't have to be tech savvy either to truly enjoy Quest 2 and get involved in some fun virtual reality. That's right. So even if you aren't super tech savvy, all you need to get started for the first time is a smartphone. You use that to do the initial setup. But then after that, you just put that headset on and you have access to all those applications, games, different experiences there without any other tech needed. But if you do want a little bit of extra help where you aren't entirely sure how to get started, the website Oculus.com has tons of guides. If you're just getting started, if you're using it for the first time to answer any newcomer questions. Oh, love it. Again, very easy and and a whole lot of fun, which is kind of the point here. But also educational. I mean, you talk about the ability to travel the world and uh, where have you always wanted to go? Well, you can go there virtually and then decide, you know what, this was so much fun. I have to go physically when I can, (laughs) you know, and that's not a bad thing at all, you know, but you've been able to sort of get a little preview of what you might be doing uh, as well. So take advantage of that. We also discovered it's very easy to mirror what 
the person wearing the Oculus headset, the, the Quest 2 headset, is seeing on the big screen. And so you can take advantage of that so the whole family can be involved with what's going on. Okay, now my turn. But you can see uh, what they're seeing, not nearly as well on the 2D television, but on the headset, man, you're really in it. Yeah, that's right. So that's a great way to make it feel like it's inclusive for the whole family. It's social. Someone can be there in the headset. Everyone else can see what's going on. And, you know, there's also so much more multiplayer and social content. So if you do have a friend who has a headset or if you've got two for the family, there are a lot of things you can do together. So a really great game is called Population One, where it's a a team battle royale, where you've got your squad, you're climbing, you're even flying, like one of those dream experiences in VR, you're gliding around this map, trying to be the last one standing as you work with your team to take out the opponents on the map. So if you want to have those experiences together in virtual reality, it's not just about showing people on a screen what's happening. It's getting in there in those virtual worlds together. Boy, Megan, it's too bad you obviously never have time to enjoy it yourself, right? <laughs> you're sharing some of these cool things with us. I, I love it. I think it's it's terrific. The idea of playing with friends, as you mentioned, whether you have two Quest 2 headsets or not, um, or somebody far away in another land, across the country, whatever the case, you can play together and be in the virtual world together. That's right. And it's not just things like playing games. You talk about me not having time to be in VR. Well, let me tell you right now, I get to have meetings in VR, meet with my coworkers while we're all working from home and remotely and feel like we're sitting there together around a meeting table to really, we can get up and work on a whiteboard in virtual reality. So even if you aren't necessarily looking for for games with, with your friends or with those people around the world, there are so many ways to connect in VR today. And so actually seeing how people really feel like they're present with one another, feel like you're connected with someone far away has been pretty game changing, especially while we've all been stuck at home for a while. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's almost like, you know, we were forced to do video Zoom interviews. We call them Zoomers uh, for the show for the last couple of years. But the audience has said, no, this is terrific. We're, we're hearing the interview maybe in the car or while we're not available near a computer. And then we get to come and see you and the guest and the products they're talking about. Don't stop. You know, even when we're eventually over this pandemic, will it ever happen? I don't know. Um, but but keep up that kind of scenario. And it's sort of the same thing, it, it seems, with, with the VR world. It's like once you experience it, you want to keep doing things. You want to experience more and more things. I'm noticing over 250 games and experiences are already ready with the Quest 2 out of the box, and that's pretty cool. But also the ability to attend live events. How does that work? Yeah, it is a great experience to be able to go see live events or concerts or sports when you can't go yourself. And so there's an application called Oculus Venues that has a broadcast from real live events happening somewhere else in the world that you pop on your headset and you feel like you've got a box seat just to watch these shows. And so One of the things that I've been able to do is actually go see live NBA games with my dad, who's in a different state. We can both put on the headset, go see that game together, talk about the game. It's really been a a fantastic way to continue to have that live events experience, Uh, not just because I'm stuck at home, but also because it's far away or it's expensive or it's hard to get to those events. So it really unlocks a world of entertainment that isn't possible in your physical environment. 
And even more importantly, you're doing it with your dad. I mean, how cool is that? Uh, especially if he's across country or something of that nature. C- can you see each other or are you seeing avatars of each other? You know, like to look at each other for reaction to, wow, did you see that, that play or, you know, that score or whatever? Uh, is there that kind of interaction that you can accomplish as well? There absolutely is that interaction and sense of presence. So you will have an avatar that it, that represents yourself. You can customize it. I can can pick my hairstyle. I can pick my my outfit that I wear to the game. Um, my my dad can do the same thing. And then because the the quest lets you sort of express yourself and and has your body movement come through and and give you that sense of presence in the environment, it really feels like you're there with someone. Even though the avatar maybe isn't the the perfect photorealistic representation of them, there's something so special about just seeing people's movements, seeing them cheer, seeing them high-five each other when someone scores, and that's all possible there in that environment. And the same thing I'm guessing with a concert, right? Because I'm seeing on the website that Quest is ready for things like concerts. So if you can't attend that, you can attend that (laughs) virtually and experience the same sort of thing because you're literally immersed in it now. Exactly. And you know what? We we think that being there in person with the people or the experiences that you love, that's always going to be the best. Oh, like, of course. There's something so special about being together in person. But when you can't be there, having this opportunity to really transport yourself around the world or around the country or to people who are far away. Sometimes I, I even talk about a virtual reality headset like Quest 2 is almost like a teleportation device oh. that puts you there with the the people or the experiences that you just can't get to otherwise. And I, I, I have to ask real quick before we flat run out of time, I'm reminded of medical uses as well. Uh, you know, when you say even if you can't be somewhere, well, maybe you're stuck in a hospital or, you know, or, or some facility where you can't go places. But can it also be used to help you recover uh, from, you know, any debilitating concern that you might be dealing with? Well, there's a lot of really interesting work happening across virtual reality related to health, related to medicine. Um, some of those experiences aren't necessarily the ones that a person picking up the Quest 2 will find in the App Store, but are being developed custom for uh, training doctors, for helping people access mm-hmm. telemedicine. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that over the coming years. But if you're looking for a way to maybe improve your health or, or find that sort of sense of, of rehabilitation and recovery, Another thing we're seeing in in Quest 2 and VR today is a lot of mindfulness and meditation. You can imagine you put on this headset and you've blocked out all distractions. So if you want to have a moment of mindfulness on the top of a mountain or in a peaceful forest, really it's a great way to kind of quiet your mind and and make sure you're focused on yourself for a little while. Um, And and that's been a really interesting case that we've seen more and more people using in VR. Well, Megan, you're a delight to chat with. I absolutely want to get you back on the show because there's so much more to talk about. And uh, whether or not there's a Quest 3 around the corner, probably too soon. But the fact is that there is a lot to cover and new apps always available and all sorts of things. And before my staff comes into the studio and grabs these from me so they can start fighting over it again, I uh, want to thank you so much for joining us because it's uh, it's been a lot of fun and I think we've given some folks another great last-minute Christmas idea at only $299, all-inclusive, and you got stuff and you're good to go. But make sure they open it maybe toward the last parts of of presents or they won't get to the other presents because they'll be on the quest to the whole rest of Christmas. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Dave.
My pleasure. Megan Fitzgerald is the director of product marketing for Reality Labs, part of Meta, a big part of Meta, formerly known as Facebook. You can visit Oculus.com. Of course, we'll get you there. But Oculus.com, even Meta, M-E-T-A dot com, I'm sure we'll get you there and you'll see all about the quest, too. We're back with more. Don't go away. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. from Bridgewater. I wanted to call and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family, friends, and my Into Tomorrow family. May God continue to bless us all. As far as gifts, I'd love a new job. Anyway, thank you to all of you as we close out the 26th year of Into Tomorrow. Year 27 will be even better than ever, and I look forward to going Into Tomorrow with you all. Well, thank you, John, in Bridgewater, New Jersey. What a nice listener, especially, obviously, a very avid listener to know all the details about our 26th year, going into launching our 27th year at the big consumer electronics show in Lost Wages coming up. Wasn't John the listener that many years ago we were having a contest to see who could destroy your old uh, Blackberry or something the best? And yes, he, and I think he came he, with the idea of deep frying it or yes, something. Yes, yeah. oh, some fun stuff. So I think he and his son were going to put it in a, like a turkey deep yeah. fryer. It was awesome. But uh, thank you, John. And there's still time if anyone else listening in. We've got a whole bunch of listeners that will be playing their holiday messages uh, coming out of commercial breaks again today. But there's still time if you want to hurry and call in or use our app or use the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com and give us your holiday greeting because why not? Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. Twith, twith, twith. Here's Chris. This week in 1938, Vladimir Zworkin of Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania, patented the Iconoscope television system. This was the first fully electronic system to replace the older mechanical systems that used spinning disks to capture light from a single very bright spot. In 1947, this week, the transistor was invented. In its original form, the transistor wasn't the tiny silicon component that we know today. It took up a lot of space in the lab in New Jersey where it was invented. Today, thousands of transistors can be packed into an incredibly minute space and used in every electronic application you can think of. In 1951, this week, EBR-1, or Experimental Breeder Reactor 1, ushered in a new era in nuclear history when it became the first reactor to generate usable amounts of electricity from nuclear energy. It accomplished this feat by lighting four light bulbs at the National Reactor Testing Station of Argonne National Laboratory in Butte County, Idaho. And this week in 1968, the crew of Apollo 8 entered into orbit around the moon, becoming the first humans to do so. They performed 10 lunar orbits and broadcast live TV pictures. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer electronics and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. 
This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. New podcasters may need some help setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. Robert, welcome Into Tomorrow. I just wanted to call and thank Cameron for such a fantastic answer to my question about games for my brand new Android phone. Uh-huh. I'm going to certainly try them out. Thank you very much, Cameron. <laughs> also, Dave and Chris, I can see you got a replacement just around the corner. The kid is incredible. Yep. Thank you, guys. This question is for Dave and Chris. I want a two-way radio system so that I can communicate with the wifey from home to my vehicle as I travel to and from work. What do you guys recommend? I know that there's GMS out there. I don't know if it requires repeater service and fees. CB radio, I'm familiar with it, but I also know that it's overpopulated with all kinds of people. What do you guys recommend? Something that's decent and will have privacy to some extent. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Well, and the same to you, Robert. The list, though, is pretty short. If you want to avoid a license, you're looking at FRS radios, uh, which are basically simple walkie-talkie kinds of devices. Theoretically, the range is about two miles, but that assumes that there are no trees, buildings, hills, that sort of stuff to block the signal. It also assumes in this family radio service, FRS, that your batteries are always fully charged and that you're both outside in line of sight of each other, almost. Well, realistically, you'll get much worse range, and it's not a realistic solution if you're looking to stay connected on the way to work, especially with privacy. Now, that's the end of your license-free options. Yeah, GMRS radios have a much better range, but still probably not good enough. In ideal conditions, you can connect to each other from 20 miles away, but you won't be in ideal conditions. In a dense urban area like here in Miami, you'll be lucky if you get a range of a mile, unless you can put up a tall antenna at home. Now, CB radio, of course, still around, is crowded, but your biggest problem will likely still be range. Your antenna will have a big effect, and a five-foot antenna may get you five or six miles of range, but probably not if you can't see the person you're trying to communicate with. Again, if you can build a tower and put your home's antenna on high ground, your range will improve greatly. But if you need to send the signal through miles of buildings and trees and cars and overpasses, then it's really not going to work from too far away. GMRS and CB without a repeater or a tall tower would both probably work well if you wanted to stay in touch while you run to the store some blocks away or pick up dinner. But South Florida commuting distances tend to be on the long side, so they probably won't work too well for what you're trying to accomplish. The best option by far in terms of privacy, sound quality, and overall performance is still a phone. Yeah. I mean, you you know, we hate to admit it, especially who uses a phone for phone calls anymore, but that is still the best bet. Now, if you don't want to use it on the cellular side, you could use, you know, voice or video calls, hopefully not video while you're driving, uh, with WhatsApp or that sort of thing. But let us know, Robert, what ends up working best for you, and we'll share that with our audience. Meantime, let's all meet at intotomorrow.com. Attention Medicare beneficiaries! Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. 
Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800 Hey, I just wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas here from Tennessee. It's truly a beautiful place to be. We get the snow coming soon, and uh, it's just a beautiful place to be for Christmas. And also, um, all our service members out there are working. My sister's in the Air Force and uh, just retired, actually. But uh, anyway, so I want to wish all our service members out there that can't be home for Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, and especially y'all guys, uh, Chris and Cameron and uh, Dave. <laughs> well, thank you. I think I was an afterthought there. Yeah, you were. But Greg in Tennessee, we appreciate that. Hey, well, thanks for remembering our troops as well. That's very cool. And if you'd like to send a holiday greeting, like I said, heck, just read from a Hallmark card if you'd like. Just keep it under 30 seconds if you would. We'll add music and we'll put it on the radio. It's pretty cool. Dave Graveline is my um, sore throat voice. Chris Graveline is my uh, whatever voice. Yeah, okay. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, ergonomic office furniture that helps you work from home productively. Check out Autonomous.ai. Don in LaBelle, Florida, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Don. Question about your online podcast, which I've been trying to listen to using my Google smart speaker. And I have been able to get to listen to the hour one by using the voice command, but I haven't figured out how to get to hour two and hour three. And I'm wondering if you or Chris or any of your listeners might know what commands you could use on your smart speaker to get to listen to hour two and hour three. And thank you very much. Enjoy the show greatly. Well, thank you, Don. Good thing we're playing this in hour one so you can hear it. Uh, you can ask Google to play a specific episode by asking for it by name. Into Tomorrow episodes are named weekend of, month, Friday, date, and then hour. Yeah, so for example, for this week, you should be able to ask Google to play Into Tomorrow episode weekend of December 17th, 2021, hour two, or Into Tomorrow episode weekend of December 17th, 2021, hour three. At the end of the first hour, you can just say play previous episode to go to hour two, and then from hour two, the same command will get you to hour three. There you go. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. 